I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. It's time for us to review and recommend some podcasts because this is Castology and that's what we do. I am one of your Castologists, Liz Best, here with... Nick Bleeker. And... Zane C. Weber. And we're here to recommend... Each of us is going to recommend one podcast and then we're going to review the podcast that we recommended last week and we've got a theme this week. Uh, A listener suggested theme. A listener suggested theme. Yes, we had someone write into us and say, you know what... I've been having trouble finding podcasts that would really, you know, suit this particular theme. Could you help me out? So the theme is sleep. And I've been a fucker and completely gone <laughs> against what the point of the sleep podcast is. I'll back you was. up on I'll back you up on your choice. Okay, good. Um, I have anecdotes there. And and this is this is friend of the show, Eric Wilson, has suggested we do a theme on sleep and particularly wanted my opinions because I am a known insomniac who creates a sleep podcast. Um Specifically because I couldn't find one that suited my needs. Uh, so I have trolled the internet um, to find something that I could listen to. Yeah, well, I've the one that I'm going to recommend today is... It, it's, it definitely suits the sleep theme. <laughs> However, it's not for its intended purpose of helping you sleep. But I do have an honourable mention that I'm just going to pop out there for people um, yeah. that I quite enjoy myself. Um, so I'm going to go with the spirit of the theme first and get Zane to go first with his <laughs> recommendation so that I can blast it apart later. Okay. Um, So I'm recommending uh, I Can't Sleep podcast. And basically this is just a, uh, just the host literally reading random internet articles in a, in a normal tone, which is a very, he has a very pleasant voice um, off the internet to get you to go to sleep. His name is Benjamin Boster. That's Uh, a cool name. I like it. it Alliterative. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a superhero name. Mm. Uh, and this, he has a voice that doesn't bother me. He doesn't try to go ASMR, which really puts me specifically on edge. Yes. Um, so this is what what I like is that he speaks like a normal person, but he in a really relaxed and gentle way. Um, this is very similar. It, it doesn't sound overly familiar, uh, overly filtered. Yeah. Um, where a lot of podcasts do do that. Um, the drawback to this podcast is that it is just him speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not into that, if you need music, if you need soundscape, if you need white noise, this isn't the podcast for you. Mm-hmm. I do have an honourable mention, okay, which is Meandering Piano, and it's literally just a piano player improving slow relaxing piano music oh, Fucking, okay um so it's, it's the complete opposite there's no talking at all it just goes straight into the meandering piano um 
so yeah, so you can kind of take your pick of either of those. Uh, my official pick is the I Can't Sleep podcast. It is it is pleasant to listen to. I find when I need to go to sleep, I need content. I need something to latch mm-hmm. onto to make me engage with it to get the feeling and get the relaxation that comes with like I am being spoken to I am consuming information rather than just like white noise yeah yeah and I really hate it when people you're going to go to sleep no no. it's like yeah I yeah I can't do that no um so yeah Benjamin Boster's I can't sleep podcast if I wasn't going to listen to my sleep podcast to go to sleep this is probably the one I would listen to. Do you I'd want probably to name your sleep cast? Uh, well, we, we've recommended it before. It's uh, One Third of Life. Yeah. Um, it specifically has me reading random Wikipedia articles in a filtered way over a soundscape with music. So this the, that's exactly what I want. This is a part of what I want. A meandering mm-hmm. piano is part of what I want. And in some situations, either or of those would help me. Yeah. So cool. Uh, Benjamin Boster has a voice that does not bother me. That is a good thing, <clears throat> considering how bothered you are by some voices. Yeah, particularly people doing sleep podcasts because they're either they don't have a voice for it or they're trying to do ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go next because I want to finish with a genuine sleep podcast. Mine's cheeky um, because it is a sleep related podcast. Um, it's a Q code fiction podcast called the edge of sleep um it is one of the first if not the first uh q code i think it was the the first first yeah yeah. uh q code storytelling podcast and the basic premise is uh night watchman finishes his shift at work goes to the hospital all the nurses and doctors are outside crying because every single person in the hospital who was asleep has died and it turns out that everybody who was asleep that night has died. And so now he and other survivors have to stay awake for as long as humanly possible um, and figure out what's happening with this whole thing before they fall asleep and die. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not quite the relaxing podcast. But it's, it's literally an insomnia podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's Q-Code and Wood Elf. They kind of paired up. Yes. And yeah, it stars... Yeah. Produced by and stars Markiplier. Yes. Of YouTube fame. Uh, Why I'm giving you this one is because when I can't find something that I can get into, I will listen to audio drama to go to sleep. Um, This one in particular, because it's not heavy horror, it's not until the end-ish stuff, but even then it's it's more just kind of surreal. Um, So this one is fine. If I would not listen to this to go to sleep because (laughs) it would freak me Mm. out in some kind of – it would make my anxiety make me want to stay awake. But it relates to sleep, so I'm taking it and you can't make me not. I literally just said I, I wasn't going to stop you. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, I quite like it. You can quite see where Q Code has been able to go with their stories from this. Um, I will say uh, I feel like there needs to be a season two. Um, it's been a really long time now and there hasn't been any discussion of a season two. However, in August slash September last year, they were re-promoting it on their social media. So maybe... Interesting. Maybe, I don't know, don't don't quote me on it, but I just think it's interesting that they would start re-promoting it if there's no season two. Or and if it, it's about to be picked up by and made into a TV show. Oh, that'd be so great. That'd be so great. All right, Nick, what have we got? 
Um, mine was a late submission because I had the wrong podcast in there in the list. Um, I don't really listen to podcasts to go to sleep, to be honest. For mm. me, it's like I put a TV show on Same. or I just fall asleep. I don't know. It's, it's it's hard because I think I tried podcasts for a while to um to try to, to go to sleep too. And the problem is, is that I actually started tuning into what they were saying and then I was like, oh, okay. That's why you got to find the ideal type Shit. of boring. Um, and so I asked my partner, Sam, like what there was this podcast that she used to listen to a while ago before she started listening to Drag Race to fall asleep. <laughs> and, and that's just screaming at people, so it doesn't help me. But she um, recommended this podcast called Sleep With Me. And the whole purpose of the show is that it literally is the most boring possible show yeah. to put you to sleep. Um, so when I listened to this, I remember really enjoying it because I was like, oh, you're actually talking about something really interesting. So I actually couldn't sleep to this podcast. But Sam was out like a light listening to it so yeah. what the host does is basically just talk about random stuff honestly I feel like it's just an hour of a of a run on sentence with this particular one though they normally do themes I'm pretty sure so they did like a Game of Thrones recap and they did so Mandalorian and recaps another, yeah. and sometimes just random shit um, I have something to say here yes you uh, are you sure it's this, not going into the review no 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 this is I, I just want to get my my history with this podcast out in 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 the public in the light. Uh, this is probably the first sleeping podcast, maybe that existed forever. So when I was looking for an in like a a sleep assistance podcast, this is the one that I uh, came across and tried to uh, use. And okay, don't go any further until reviews time. I'm just going to say this is this is this is the podcast that made me make my sleep podcast yes okay i feel like you've gone into reviews territory <laughs> this is next you? week talk this is, this is an ex- incredibly popular podcast though like yeah. i know yeah. a lot of people oh, that use it as a tool yeah. to, to, to help fall asleep and yeah. the sleep sleep assistance podcasts have boomed yeah. in the last year or so yeah um and i'll also quickly give an honorable mention one of the sleep podcasts that i recently started listening to was snoozecast um, which I don't remember the host's name, but she is one of the few, like I don't notice a lot of sleep podcasts with lady voices as much mm. and I quite enjoy her voice. She just reads um, uh, public works. Public domain. Public domain works, yeah, yep. Um, and also, oh, what was the other one that I really liked? Oh, I just, I've just i used Phoebe Reads a Mystery before. Yeah, that's right, I remember sleep. you saying that, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are just two that we won't be reviewing, but just ones that I particularly Do you enjoy. read before you go to sleep? I used to, um, but because I'm an editor and writer now, uh, the last thing I want to do is to look at words before I go to sleep. And it's kind of breaks my heart because I used to fall asleep really easily after reading. Mm. Um, but because I've made it my job, um, my eyes just go, no, no. We're not looking at things anymore. No, thank you. I've taken to reading before bed because I found my because I'm because for my job I'm I'm at the computer screen all day. Like I wake up at eight o'clock. Mm. I'm at the computer until nine ten o'clock at night. And so actually, instead of for me, my thing was I started buying more graphic novels and oh, yeah. reading graphic novels before going to bed. And I would get maybe ten pages in. I'm like, oh man, I'm starting to doze. Close it straight to sleep. Yeah, I do a bit of cross stitching, and I sometimes if I find if I stitch in low light before bed, then I. Yeah. I feel like well, I just uh, switching on my sleep doctor uh, <laughs> uh, personality. You know, it's very important to have uh, sleep habits. Yes. You know, yeah. Sleep hygiene, set up a routine that you get into that lets your body know 
It's time knock, to knock. sleep. I I do that anyway because my anxiety means that I need to have a very predictable end to my day because otherwise it just cortisol goes through the roof. So I have a very set night routine that involves like you know shower or bath and then mm. doing my skincare routine so that I know that no matter how bad anything gets throughout the day I still get to do this one relaxing thing at the end so my body just hates me and I, it just doesn't want to sleep <laughs> ever so yeah all right well that's those are our sleep recommendations for this week we might pop a couple of things into the show notes about sleep hygiene Zane question mark because I think that might be a little bit helpful. Honestly, that'll probably sure. be helpful for me. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let us go back to the reviews for last week's recommendations. And I would like to know what you thought of my podcast first. So I recommended The Apology Line, uh, which was a six-part docuseries about a phone line that you could call back in, oh, I think, was it the 80s? Um where you just could anonymously apologise for stuff, but then people started apologising for crimes and they had to sort that out because that is bad. What do we think? What? Do you <laughs> do you think... That was what? the same response as last week. If... What you, why don't the police just set up a line? Because it's been done now, Zane. But no, but they just don't <laughs> call it as the uh, like a like whatever line. They're just like, "Hey, this is the tell us all your deep dark secrets, and we won't tell anyone." Hotline. Because I feel like it's been done now, and people would suspect it now. I also feel like there's like laws against it now too, isn't there? Like probably not entrapment, but mm, maybe. Uh, this is a very interesting podcast. Very interesting phenomena. Very interesting story. I can't believe that it. Happened. <laughs> no, I, I definitely buy yeah. into it, especially during the eighties. Yeah. Um. Uh, and and it wasn't. I agree with you, Liz. It wasn't a typical wondery format. No, it didn't feel um, one. It felt, it felt a lot. <laughs> it, it felt a lot more newsy mm. rather than like, let's tell you a story. Yeah. Um. That being said, the audio, because of course you're dealing with audio recordings from a long time ago, it. It, it did hurt at some points, mm. like switching between audio sources. Um, but again, like it's very interesting. And if, if you buy into it, I think that's a small price to pay. Yeah. Um, it's well edited, but yeah, the, the audio sources were an issue. Even me. I, like as yeah. much as I really enjoyed this podcast, even I found that it was because it was very newsy and you know, I have an issue with podcasts that mm. sound like they're done by news providers and somehow this sounded like that and I'm like Wondry what are you doing to me <laughs> but yeah but yeah so I, it's fun um I feel like this might be the first Wondry podcast that I didn't enjoy um I, I know this is part of like their their shtick right but the ads and the consistency of the ads completely took me out of everything that was happening in mm. this every fucking time and the ads I feel like it was like an ad two like two minutes of ads every five minutes every episode I'm like oh shit we're towards the end I'm like oh right because we just had 15 minutes of ad breaks in a 30 minute episode I think the actual idea like the, the actual story itself is incredibly interesting the fact that this whole thing exists um, and I put aside the fact that the phone calls obviously are back uh, are yeah. re like they're obviously a relic of an age mm. so you have to accept that that's you're not going to get crystal clear audio um, but for me I just found like I got three episodes in and I just it felt really samey. I felt like I'd kind of heard this before. I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like this kind of, to me, existed, exists better 
not as a podcast but as something else even though i know that the whole point of it is audio driven mm. i don't know i just feel so like did you just did you not like buy into the like the conceit the content was that just i think so and or? i and i think it felt a little bit like wanky almost okay. like um oh, what's the fucking dude's name um you're gonna have to be more specific oh, than that jesus that one dude um jesus no it's not jesus bill clinton there's a like there's um uh, Gandhi. Fuck, I'm completely. Is it blanking. a news thing that you're trying to think about, or a- no? It's a, it's a character in the in the actual podcast, and I'm completely blanking on his name because I didn't write it down. But the one who invented the line, Mr. Apology. I think so. Yeah, I think it is because the host, she, uh, whatever her fucking name is, Marissa. Marissa, because she had like she has the the past with him, right? Mm. I feel like there's just I probably I don't know. I don't know. I really can't quantify my thoughts on this as much as I would like to because I couldn't connect with it on any level whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it just didn't click. Like, yeah, didn't click. I'm glad click. that you gave it three eps before you decided that. Though. No, like, well, I wanted to. Go. I wanted to because I felt like yeah. for me, I got because I think that the actual hook itself is super interesting because yeah. it was like you obviously get the like the confessions coming in and there's some re- like there's some really interesting ones that come in that are like signify the time as well. Mm. Like some of the sort of like the racist stuff that comes in <laughs> and then there's like the weird ones that like the Zodiac the guy that pretends to be a Zodiac killer and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff um, he may have been who knows um, but I was like I need to give it the benefit before I really just stop and I got to the third episode and I just was like I'm not getting anything out of this whatsoever and the hook had complete like after, after that the hook completely just dropped off for me because I think the initial hook is super interesting because it's like alright well someone's obviously going to call in and that's investigating that mystery and then I got to that third episode and I was like no and I finish all Wondery Wondery podcasts I really do but this one just feels like it it feels like it it felt like an extended 60 minutes style story to me yeah and I don't think it's a bad thing though but I feel like this to me I don't know if it's just because it's like my expectation of what Wondery puts out yeah, well, this, as I said, it didn't it didn't sound like Wondery to no, me. No, no, yeah, because it's not very much like with the Wondery podcast. They're it is like very, hyper-produced with a particular yeah. storyteller guiding you through everything with little musical interludes. Like it's just... Reenactments. Reenactments, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if that's because that was my expectation going into it because I saw it. I was like, oh, shit, it's a Wondery podcast. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then going into it, I was like, "Oh, this is not really what I expect." Maybe Wondery have shot themselves in the foot by by producing things all a certain way. Well, yeah, you definitely do. Because they're great, but then when you do something different, people are like, "Why did you not do the thing that I'm used to that comforts me greatly?" Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the trouble with any media organization. Mm. Is like, as soon as. Like it, with any TV show, like if you're like, oh, this TV show is breaking format, I'm doing like this episode, or like, oh, I love that episode because it yeah, broke yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. Um, you cool. see it in like Simpsons and Friends all all, all the time. Mm. So yeah, like I don't want to penalise Wondery for at least attempting to do. Too more. late. You already have. Yeah, you hate Wondering the end. Well, yeah. Well, I the mean- Wondering <laughs> band's off now because we've had a negative review on one of them. So is, is that the, is that, because yeah. is that the first negative review we've done on a Wondery show? Yeah. I mean, we just we'll just like mm. sell out to Amazon then. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yep. Yep. We'll just cool. do that. But again, just w- give the give us the box, billionaire. <laughs> Wondery ads give me the shits. They're, uh, they're one of the worst perpetrators for that. I can't stand that if I stay Subscribed. following something for a season two yeah. that I just keep getting an ad for every fucking podcast that they're putting out. No, thank you. Goodbye. All right. 
I would like to know what we thought of Zane's podcast, please. The Joy of X, uh, where the host uh, interviews scientists about their passion, basically. Uh, so the host is a mathematician themselves. Uh, his name is Stephen Strogatz, another superhero name. Mm-hmm. Um, basically talking about to the world's leading scientists about their passion and their work uh, and that intersection. Nick? First of all, podcast art. Excellent. Um, I have... I listened... I can't even remember the podcast art. It's, just, it's just the X. <laughs> it's just like that... The, the, what is it? The fucking oh, X. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, Algorithmic. I remember. That. Just keep saying it's the X. Yep. It's yeah. the X. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I felt like a lot of Zane's shows that I was out of my depth. Like, I'm honest... And that's because... I'm like I'm stupid. So for me, it's stop putting yourself down. This is just, we go through the you're like, an everyman. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, you're just as dumb as everyone we hate. <laughs> Yay! Um, but um, I, I really found Bri- the Brian Keating, ep- uh, Keating episode about the origin of the universe really interesting because it wasn't just about like tell me about your job, but it was about Brian's. Um, so my understanding was that he was awarded a. Nobel Prize and then it was withdrawn because the claim on it was actually proven to be uh, to have flaws and so he actually was like not stripped of it but it was like yeah. reallocated or whatever huh. um, but the central message of it was actually really beautiful towards the end because Brian and, and Steve because um, I know them by their first names like that um, had a really wonderful little message at the end it was like we're all sort of everyone is like stardust and that's how the episode starts about mm. the origins of the universe. Um, but then you actually go into Brian's career and then obviously what his thought process is about like losing something so significant and then what he like what his motivations were to keep continuing what he was doing. And I found that really, really interesting. I feel like this show for me, I need to look for I really need to look for topics that I'm interested in. Mm. Otherwise I ain't doing it. Mm. Um, so obviously seeing that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally in on it. There's one there from an NFL player to mathematician, which I really wanted to get into as well. Um, surprisingly, I didn't hate it and I felt it was accessible, <laughs> but I felt really stupid listening to it like I do with a lot of science and math shows. I yeah. only take issue with the surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part I find hilarious. <laughs> All right, so my my brain... My poor little brain. My, my brain. My, my brain is broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just am not taking in a lot of information. However, one episode that I listened to had this woman talking about these tiny little see-through worms, um, like single-celly worms and also it, the, uh, cancer. Um, uh, like Transparent worms, the transparent, genetics one. Yeah, yeah, so transparent worms and also how... Um, a certain experiment that she was doing with rats and their cancers in the rats cured themselves. Like it's just fucking weird and wonderful. And what I loved so much and it just made my little cheeks happy, um, the passion with which she nerds out mm. about everything. You know, she's she says some like really science heavy and the thing that's just like, I was like, wow, my brain doesn't cope with that. And she's like, who couldn't be completely thrilled and excited by that? And I was like, that's adorable. Like without being condescending, it's so fucking delightful to hear the passion with which, and I listened to another episode that I didn't take in as much of the information as I did with the transparent worms one. Um, 
but that hearing them speak passionately about a topic that they are engaged with helps you engage with content that you would not normally engage with yeah. and I couldn't have said engage more but it's one of the buzzwords at my work at the moment is engagement <laughs> so it's just like stuck in my brain um, but if, yeah if you want to listen to any more I would highly recommend the Rebecca Golden and Brian Nosek episode and it's just about uh, how to deal with being the bearer of unpopular truths so they're, they're oh, a mathematician nice. and a psychology researcher. Oh, see, I um, like psychology science. Psychological science I find fascinating and more easy to absorb. Yeah. Um, but this is like, again, it's my depressed brain. I find it very difficult to to take in um, big swathes of knowledge at the moment. But I get it. Yeah. My depressed brain beats me up unless I take in great swathes of knowledge. Oh, so, right. Mm. Mine just goes, no, you need to just have da-da-da-da-da-da-da in your head and that's Spanish it. Spanish again. <laughs> <laughs> that one say- sentence from that 80s sitcom <laughs> theme song, in repeat, now. Um, I will say I didn't say last week this Ha- isn't releasing currently so it can't, It started in 2020 and kind of went up until April 2020 and then I assume COVID got in the way. Yeah. It didn't, it hasn't like spoken about like ending or coming back so hopefully it'll come Fingers back. Fingers crossed. Uh, there are 13 episodes and they're all really fun. Like I've enjoyed every single episode of this podcast so yeah. Great. I'm glad that, I'm glad that you both enjoyed it. Great. Okay, Nick. Uh, my recommendation last week was Opening Arguments, a podcast that dissects uh, bills of law, law, things to do with the legal profession, uh, legal precedents, and other legalese. <laughs> Had to think of really covered there. all the bases <laughs> of <the> legal. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think? I fucking love this podcast. Um, I went in expecting my brain to say, no, 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 thank you, goodbye. Um, but uh, like I was reacting to it physically. So some of the things that the guys were talking about, my mouth was dropping open. Like I listened to the Australian um, Facebook ban episode yeah. and I'm not sure if it was in the same episode, but they were talking about the Roe v. Wade stuff and how people are setting up trigger legislation. So if they just, they're getting prepped, mm-hmm. they're getting prepped to put out horrific laws if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And the, 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 Oh, oh, I was so angry <laughs> with the, the the types of stipulations and if this then that laws that are coming into place is just disgusting and horrific. But what I like most about this podcast is that I feel like it equips me to talk knowledgeably about a thing to people. So instead of me getting furious and just being like, you should not be for this because it's you're a bad human being if you're if you are. I can actually give, you know, some uh, well thought out arguments that are based in both fact and law. It made me feel smarter and more motivated to call people on their bullshit rather than just not wanting to deal with it because I couldn't articulate why they were being an asshole. Anyway, I really enjoyed it and I shall be listening to more. Although did try to scroll back to listen to an earlier episode and there were so many scrolls to do with Trump and I didn't want to listen to anything Trump. So I'm kind of happy that Trump is gone now so that hopefully they'll be putting out content that is not so Trump heavy. But there was so many, they're like Trump this, Trump that, 2020 is like Trump. But I mean, mean, like that's the thing, not to get political, but 
that like Trump, how can you like not? It's so, law. So like, much, it, so much had changed that like it's like it's it's so hard for to keep up. Yeah. So it's it, that's they've got a, I guess they've got a duty yeah, to cover it. In some I normally capacity. try to go for a new episode and an older episode yeah, yeah, yeah. just to compare, but I just wasn't in the mood for listening to any no. more of Trump's bullshit. No. So yes, <laughs> Zane. Oof, this is a really good podcast. Yeah, this is this is maybe my new favorite podcast. Oh, maybe it's, it's it's like what that podcast that you love. What's it called? Um, the woman who goes through the bills. Congressional yes, dish. Yes, congressional yes. dish. It feels kind like a of, slightly yeah. more accessible, more pu- more like it's chatty, chatty version it's, of uh, that. Yeah, because that is definitely a solo podcast. It is amazing is, still, but oh, it, I still listen to every single episode yeah, yeah. of the yeah. very day and support and support everything that she does. Um, this podcast is, like you said, a lot more approachable um, and not nearly as angry making. And I like that there was the comedian offsider to be like, hang on, wait, 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 wait. I don't get it. What does this mean yep. for things? What I would compare this to more directly is the dollop, which oh, is yeah. an American history podcast with one person presenting the story and the comedian friend making fun of them. Yeah. This is one person presenting a law and then jokes being made about mm. that. Uh, yeah, this is a great podcast. Um, I think I've listened to about six episodes, but I've definitely subscribed. And, yeah, it's lots of fun. Um, and important knowledge. Every, yeah, yeah, I felt, you know, like I consider myself a smart person, but I felt 10% smarter at least listening to this and just – it lessened my anxiety about certain issues because it enabled me to then articulate what my opinion was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say because I feel like that that I think the beauty of it for me is that like I while I understood a bit of the legalese and and the structure of bills and law and all that sort of stuff, it it informed me on a level that like you said made you feel like you could go into arguments or discussions about certain things with people that may not be as like minded with you, and actually be able to you come got the up receipts, with yeah, yeah yeah exactly and i think it the the show for me also i think the key is that it never feels like it's patronizing you as yeah. well it is very much a explain ex, like explain this and then this explain is a why. lawyer friend at the bar yeah yes. yeah exactly yeah perfect Bang yes on. Bang on. yeah Maybe I should listen to it with booze. Maybe that would make it slightly more. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. yeah. And another thing about Fuck that policy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Great. We're done. That's that, it. That is another week of recommendations and reviews for you. If you would like to suggest a theme, as Eric did this week with our sleep theme, um, or suggest a podcast that we would like to listen to, uh, we are on all of the social medias, or you can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology and fill out our little handy-dandy form, um, or just hit us up on chat, slide into our DMs, and talk podcasts mm-hmm. to us. Is that's what we like? I don't know where this is going anymore. I don't know. It I'm got lost. real sexy real quick. And I was like, I'm not. Okay. You're talking. So. Excuse me? Um, I'm not going to go into the whole radio host, you know, that, ooh, late night radio. No, I can't. I'm now I'm laughing. It makes no sense. I can't be sexy when I'm thinking about being sexy. <laughs> I'm very awkward, everybody. But that's been us. Um, Please send us through your podcast recommendations. We will definitely listen to them. We may put them on the podcast. But until next time, I've been Liz Best here with... Zane C. Webber. And... Nick Liga. Keep listening to podcasts. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 